boys and girls. This is Miss Kathy. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, and we thought we'd bring you some stories from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories. After the Christmas season, we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled shoebox mystery books. Christmas is a special time of year, a time to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, who was born in a stable. Shepherds, after being serenaded by angels, rushed over to find the baby lying in a manger. Wise men, carrying gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, followed a bright star until it led them to the baby king. What about you? Will this Christmas bring you closer to Jesus? I hope so, and I hope that the Jesus of Christmas will live in your heart throughout the year. Helen Lee Robinson, Editor Happy Birthday by Sherry L. Hopper Don't let the roast burn, Carrie's mom called as she tended Aunt Martha's baby in the living room. Babies were part of their family's Christmas, along with the good smells of baking, the wreath over the fireplace, lights in the windows, presents under the tree, and the Christmas carols playing on the stereo. Christmas was doubly special for Carrie because she had been born on December 25. This year, she would be 14. Dad used to call me his special Christmas present, Carrie remembered, putting her fingerprints in the steam mist on the kitchen window but she discovered that a holiday birthday didn't mean double presents and more attention. They were Christmas presents, not birthday presents. Instead of Happy Birthday, Carrie, she usually heard just Merry Christmas. Carrie, you're daydreaming, and we're about to have a house full of people here. Carrie cleared the table as her mother lifted the roast from the oven. When will everyone be here, she asked. Mom laughed. Ask your dad if you want the right answer. He's the timekeeper. Let's see, there's Ruth and her family, your dad's brother Jim, your grandparents. That reminds me, have you double-checked the guest rooms yet? I'll do it now. There were other Christmas traditions at their house, too. Everyone would rave about the cooking. They would sleep in late Christmas morning. Carrie would be chief babysitter in charge of infants and toddlers. Some birthday, she sighed, mounting the stairs. Her mom had the relatives to worry about, and her dad was working late to finish everything up at the office. Carrie felt left out, left alone, and wished very much that someone would say, Happy birthday, Carrie. You're 14 already? Carrie, Mom called up the stairs, would you run down to the market before it closes? I need more fruit for the salad. There was always something to be done for Christmas. I hate Christmas, Carrie muttered as she leashed Heather, her Irish setter that had been a Christmas birthday present on her 13th birthday. It was good to get out of the house, and they raced down the sidewalk through the snow. Carrie got the fruit and was walking out of the market when the shopkeeper said cheerfully, Merry Christmas to you and your family, Carrie. She cringed, shutting the door behind her. Since the relatives wouldn't dream of missing the Christmas Eve buffet, the house started to fill up early that evening. Everything might have been fine except for Carrie's Aunt Martha, who was from California and considered everyone else hopelessly countrified. Aunt Martha was always telling her sister, Carrie's mom, that Carrie should come and live with her for a while to become a proper young lady. Your daughter is really growing up, Ellen, Aunt Martha was saying. How old is she now? Thirteen, Mom answered with a proud smile at Carrie. She'll be fourteen very soon. That's nice. Tomorrow, Carrie added, a little over-enthusiastically. What, dear? Aunt Martha said, raising one delicate eyebrow. I'll be fourteen tomorrow, on Christmas Day. How nice. Ellen, these are wonderful sandwiches. Would you get me some more, Carrie, dear? Carrie wanted to run into her aunt with the tray of punch glasses she held, but instead she smiled her icicle smile that had frozen hours ago and went to get the sandwich tray. 
After a few hours, the hum of conversation and musical reruns on the stereo made Carrie sleepy. She checked the makeshift nursery. The kids were all finally asleep. In her own room, Carrie just wanted to cry herself into unconsciousness. Without turning on the lights, she went to the window and pressed her cheek to the cool glass, watching the people outside caroling and making tracks in the new snow. "'Happy birthday to me,' Carrie mumbled. "'Carrie?' Her mom was at the door, whispering in case her daughter had gone to sleep. When she heard movement by the window, she flipped on the lights. "'It's early for you to be up here, isn't it? You usually like hearing your Uncle Jim's awful army jokes.' "'Not tonight,' Carrie answered in a quiet voice. They're getting a little stale anyway. Her mom's hand touched her arm, and Carrie flinched when she asked, What's wrong, honey? Carrie had planned to be a martyr, to just grin and bear it, but suddenly everything flooded out, and she told her mom all the bitter feelings that were hurting her inside. When she finished, her mom said quietly, You're not the only one disappointed about a forgotten birthday, you know. But every year? Carrie couldn't help the whine that had crept into her voice. Mom looked out the window, seeing something maybe her daughter had missed. "'Think of how Christ must feel,' she said softly. "'It's almost Christmas, the time we celebrate his birthday, and more people will be watching parades or football than will be celebrating his birthday.' "'We go to church,' Carrie said firmly. "'Yes, we do. We thank him for our family, our salvation, and our blessings, especially for the special Christmas present who will be fourteen years old.' Mom looked at Carrie and continued, "'We never forget, honey.' If you're second to anything in our hearts, only Christ is first. You know that, don't you? That's not so bad, Carrie replied, finding herself smiling. Being second to the Lord, I mean. The clock in the town square began tolling midnight. Carrie gave her mom a hug and said, Merry Christmas, Mom. I love you. Happy birthday, Carrie, Mom replied, hugging her daughter tightly, misty tears shining in her eyes. I love you too, honey. In her mind, Carrie added, Merry Christmas and Happy Birthday, Jesus. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories, a compilation from various writers for Guide Magazine, edited by Helen Lee Robinson and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. As our special gift to you, we will be sharing one of these stories every day between now and Christmas. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. 